This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, a leading industry super fund specialising in the health and aged care sector. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. Healthcare is dominated by female employees and is one of the few industries that is. Yet in female-dominated industries, CEO roles are only held by women 37% of the time and key management positions are only held 48% of the time. With me to discuss this is Fiona Pierman, co-author of Core Confidence. Fiona, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Connor. So why do women struggle in this female-dominated industry to get into the key management positions? Look, I think there are a number of facets that contribute to this. And what we know is there are a whole lot of systemic and structural reasons why women's careers don't progress um, as well as their male counterparts. So, you know, whether it's, you know, they need to take breaks for caring roles or parenting, um, you know, as soon as you have a career break of any um, length, it does mean that when you come back into the workforce, you're somewhat disadvantaged and a lot of women return to work, and I think this is true in, in healthcare, it certainly is in a lot of female-dominated industries, they return part-time. And at the moment in Australia, we're really poor at career-progressing people in part-time roles. So we kind of think of part-time and you kind of sidelined and you're not given the same opportunities and you're often not given the same training and leadership development opportunities. So when we start to see all the different facets that contribute to it, it's not surprising that um, females are not well represented at senior levels. Mm. And, and just as you're saying this, I'm imagining, you know, it's a bit of a vicious cycle. One, you know, once maybe uh, female employees leave the workspace, a, a male colleague might get promoted. And then above them, they're promoted by a male colleague. And there's just, you know, layer upon layer of, of, of males above them. Um, so then how, how can women break into that? Or how can that structure be broken down, um, uh, you know, as it goes in that cycle over and over again? You're absolutely right. That gender bias does exist. And there is, you know, both for men and women, when we think of the term leader, we often think of a male. So, you know, all of us kind of have a bias towards men in authority and leadership. And so it's easy, as you're saying, that, you know, people promote people like themselves or even, you know, they're quite comfortable with a man in a leadership role. So I think one of the challenges for all of us is to start to become aware of those biases that exist and to go you know when I'm looking at the um, you know the the potential people that might take on the role am I precluding people because I've got a bias against part-time workers or because I've got you know I tend to think you know a man's going to be better or a man's going to have less demands on his time and therefore he's going to there's a kind of a whole lot of subtle things that you may not be conscious of so that's you know from you know and this this can impact everything from ensuring you have um you know 50 50 male and female potential candidates Mm. um, that you're prepared to look at um, developing talent within the organization there's a lot of things organizations can do or just tweak or do a little bit differently that actually would see more women getting their careers progressed uh, through organizations and at the same time there is a piece that women can do themselves and one of the things that we've heard and we've heard this in healthcare is you know we all get opportunities uh, to you know 
um, act up in roles or to apply for a promotion in an organisation. And that often doesn't work out. You know, there's usually quite a number of people apply and some people are not going to make that role. And what we've heard, and I've heard this from both very senior um, executives, male and female, is that when a guy applies for a role and doesn't get it. Within two weeks, he's back on board, he's applying again, he's feeling pretty cool about things. Sometimes women, when they don't get that role or it doesn't work out, they kind of, they have a crisis of confidence and it takes them about six to 12 months before they go and apply for the next role. And what we think is, and this is really the fundamental piece of our core confidence work, is that the more you get reconnected to this inner resource of core confidence, it doesn't really matter what happens out there. Yes, you are going to get knockbacks and setbacks and things are going to not work out the way you plan. And how quickly can you turn that around? And how quickly can you make it, um, how, how quickly can you make yourself okay with the fact that not everything's going to work out? Um, and there's a number of different things that women can do individually. Um, one of them is to get really clear about what they want. We've certainly seen from a clarity point of view, uh, and this came back in our, our recent Women at Work research, you know, 37% of women were not clear about what they want in the context of their career goals. So the clearer we can get, that supports our confidence and it helps us go forth and try for and make sure that we are putting ourselves out there and we're being noticed that we're building um, engagement with our stakeholders that we're making sure people are aware of, of the good work that we're doing what are some you know other tips that women can navigate these structures you know that, that are kind of male dominated yeah look I think um, it's really important to take the time to realize what the influences are and what's going on in your organisation and how you're perceived. So I think sometimes, um, you know, women are time poor and they're rushing around, they're doing the best job they can in the time they've got available. And they're not necessarily attending to some of the other things that we know are crucial to career progression. Things like making sure that you're, um, you've got some sponsors and some mentors in the organisation and possibly externally who are helping you and giving you um, tips and feedbacks feedback in terms of how you can get better um, and have more impact and also building relationships like if you're not attending enough events if you're not being seen enough then you know it's natural that people won't consider you as readily as they will for people who are being seen and the other area I think that women sometimes don't put enough attention on is owning your value, owning your contribution, when you do do a good job or when you're part of a team that does a good job, really speaking up about that and positioning it and talking about what you were able to do and the value you contributed is also part of this ongoing um, influence that you have. And it's also part of positioning your personal brand so that when opportunities come up, people go, oh, yes, oh, Danielle, I remember she did that and she was she was on that project group and I remember that, you know, because of that, we, we did this and we found out that and that was really helpful. And so I think there's, you know, a multitude of ways that we can do more and what I'm also loath to do is to start telling women, you know, you've got to spend a whole lot more time because a lot of, a lot of people are feeling time poor. Invest strategically and think about where you're working and how you're working and making sure, as I say, that you're positioning that well enough so people can actually see what you're doing now obviously these are good tips especially insofar as bouncing back from potential disappointment but it sounds like 
you know women are having to go out of their way and if um to um really you know really work hard to get ahead that you know where men potentially aren't and i'm i'm thinking in the in the healthcare context because there are so few men that maybe it is seen as progressive to promote men above women like these like you said you used were subtle <laughs> earlier the subtle ways of you know the, the structures kind of maybe mm. keep women down if you like um would would it be right to maybe add quotas in in workplaces for management positions do you think look i think quotas is a really interesting conversation i you know i'm aware of situations where it has worked well i'm also aware of situations where it hasn't had the impact people were hoping for mm. so i think we need to um, what we do need to do is be clear about who we want in our organizations and what that looks like at every management stage so if you have an organization and you know some of the healthcare organizations we've worked with um, you know at a at a grassroots level or you know entry level um, or more junior levels we're seeing 65 to 75 to 75 percent are female employees now even when you've got 50% of executive managers being women that's still not representative on a proportional basis mm-hmm. so it's an interesting conversation and i'm not saying that i'm i'm saying we have to have you know it has to be this or that but i'm just saying it's still we're still not representing you know all the way through the the dynamics that are true for um gender across the organization and um we do want diversity opinion so i can see why sometimes if there is a dominance of female leaders someone would say i think it's a good idea to have a guy in here and i wouldn't necessarily argue with that but what i would be concerned about is when the men in the organization have only come in at senior levels so they've never done any of the grassroots work they've never actually been on the floor they've never actually been in a hospital or in a nursing situation or you know they've never been at at that patient level and so the only diverse male voices if you like are coming from a managerial or you know more senior level is that skewing things in a particular way that hasn't that hasn't been fully thought through and if you are if you if that is the case have you got enough representation of people who do know what that's like at the coalface well it's a definitely a complicated issue and some interesting points there fiona thank you very much for joining us to talk about it Thank you, Connor. A delight.